The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my blog, Kol Hasridim, on October 1st, 2021, entitled, Does Hashem Actually Care What We Call Shmini Atzeres? And one disclaimer, usually I try to write my articles in a way that are accessible to everyone, uh, and usually that means translating all the terminology and explaining, uh, you know, background information, but because this is a very halakhic topic and because this is a one-page article then i don't i chose not to translate or explain uh background information here so i apologize if that uh hampers your ability to understand okay does hashem actually care what we call shmini Atzeres? i would describe myself as somewhat of a nusa hatfila geek i enjoy researching variations in different nuschaos and attempting to understand their causes and implications for this reason, my Chavrusa and I spent an inordinate amount of time this past Shemini Atzeres delving into the question of how one is supposed to refer to the name of the holiday when mentioning it in Tefillah, Birkos Amazon, and Kiddush. Do we say Yom Shmini Chag HaAtzeres, like the Torah and Shulchan Aruch, or Yom Shmini Atzeres, like the Minhagim and the Ramah, or Yom Shmini Atzeres HaChag, like the Rashal and the Taz, or Yom Chag Shmini Atzeres, like the Rambam, or something else? Our learning prompted us to probe deeply into the very nature of Shmini Atzeres and its relationship to the Chakasukos. We emerged with a clearer grasp of the multifaceted halachic character of this unique holiday than we previously had. From the standpoint of enhancing our Yom Tov, this was definitely a worthwhile sagia to take up. And yet, a little over an hour into our learning, I found myself bothered by what some might consider to be an irreverent question. Does Hashem actually care what I call Shmini Atzeres in my tefillah and brachos? Let me be very clear about what I am asking and what I am not asking. I am not asking, what is the point of davening at all? What does Hashem get out of our tefillos? Hashem doesn't get anything out of our tefillos. Nothing we do affects Him. Tefillah, like all mitzvos, is entirely for our benefit. I am also not asking, why do variants in the Nusach tefillah matter? The Antik Nessus HaGadola included the greatest Chachamim and Nevi'im of their era. It would be both halakhically irresponsible and intellectually foolish to deviate from the carefully crafted Nusach they established in their unparalleled wisdom. Furthermore, I am not bothered by Nusach variants, which reflect different ideas, different interpretations, different sources, different emphases, or different minhagim. My question here is far narrower and is based on an assumption. My assumption is that the Antik Nessus HaGadola did not dictate a specific wording for how we refer to Shemini Atzeres. Rather, they established the halacha of me'in hama'ora, namely the requirement to mention the name of the Yom Tov on the day itself, and they also instructed us to single out Shmini Atzeres as separate from the Chag Hasukos. But they didn't formulate the precise manner in which we ought to identify the Yom Tov when implementing these halachos. If this assumption is true, then do all these hair-splitting arguments mentioned by the postgame actually matter? Why should we care which version we say if the Anshin Knesset didn't care enough to tell us? An answer to my question came from a pasuk we read on Shabbos Chol Hamoid. Uh, this is from Kohelis 5.1. Do not be rash with your mouth and do not let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. For God is in heaven and you are on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. The Ibn Ezra uses this as a springboard for a lengthy polemic against certain paitanim and the use of piyutim in davening. He opens with the following. Quote, Utter words before God only if you understand their meaning. Know that God stands over you. He sees you and hears your words. 
Therefore, a person who prays is obligated to guard the openings of his mouth. He should contemplate in his heart that he is standing before the king of kings, who holds the power to kill and to grant life. End quote. If you knew you were going to make an appearance before a king who had the power over life and death, you would certainly make sure you spoke with the highest level of precision and understanding you could muster. To neglect to do so would indicate a lack of reverence, no matter how trifling the content of your speech. Thus, even if the Anshe Knesset HaGadola didn't establish a particular nusach for how we refer to Shemini Atzeres in our davening, this doesn't exempt us from doing our due diligence to choose our words with as much understanding and precision as we can, thereby reinforcing our recognition that we are standing in awe and fear before the King of Kings. It is not what we call Shemini Atzeres that matters. It is the fact that we care how we speak before God. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.